Well, let's talk more about last night. Let's talk more big picture with the Sacramento Kings. Welcome in a guy who just put out a new story that just came out about the Kings approaching 40 wins. Wow. And he talked to the guy from Summer League that dropped a 40 wins, man. Yes. Uh, he writes for The Athletic. He's the one and only Hunter Patterson. How you doing, Hunter? I'm doing well. I appreciate y'all having me. Dude, of course, man. How's yeah. everything going? Uh, everything's been going pretty well. Um, I was nervous for a little bit um, for the Kings last night, but they, they did what they needed to. Yeah, it got really, really close. Um, yeah. what, did you, what, did you, what was your reaction listening to Mike Brown postgame? Um, I think, I mean, he's obviously not uh, as pleased as fans might be, but that <laughs> is kind of what you want in a head coach, um, trying to get a team to, I guess, the promised land and, and contending for a title. Yeah, I, you know, and I, I'm I'm with you there. And I think it was uh, at first I said to Deuce, I was like, is he doing that? Because TNT is there, you know, like what made him so not satisfied with that win? And then when you look back at a few things, you can really break down the flaws that were super deflating. Not on a night when they win and it's like, oh, okay, you know, those things they can do better and grow from. The things that they did last night were super deflating. I think they have different expectations for this team. I'm sure, but I'm going to ask you, have your expectations for this team changed since the All-Star break? Um, I think it's it's pretty on par still. I've I've been really high on them. I'm um, in a, a group chat with a few of my friends and – uh, I, I kind of play like best case, worst case scenario games. Um, oh, let's play one. Do you have right, one right now? So I'm like, I, I was like, what do you guys think absolute best case is for the Kings this season? Um, and one of my friends, he's well-versed in basketball. He's just a bit of a hater. Um, he was like, I think probably first round in the playoffs, that's that's like best case. I'm like, bro, I actually think that they can be competitive in the playoffs. Um, so. When did you say this? This was around All Star break. This okay, was okay. I am no I'm no Sean Chu, um, <laughs> so this was like, like uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you mentioned Sean Chu, and for those who don't know the name, he is uh, the Kings fan. Remember the group of Kings fans at the California Classic in San Francisco, and they were all fired up uh, after the California Classic, and they were walking out and dropped this. We getting forty wins this year. <laughs> We are getting 40 wins this year. Let's go. And they got clowned a little bit on social media. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my did. God, Sacramento, really? 40 wins? But it's kind of crazy. Here we are on March 10th, and the Kings are one win away from 40 wins. When you did your latest piece on The Athletic, what, what was it like uh, catching up with Sean? It was cool. Um, I, I enjoy kind of um, stories that are really based on curiosity. And um, I had seen it over summer. And I thought it'd be a pretty cool idea to catch up with him if they ended up being anywhere close to what he said. Um, and so I wanted to kind of talk to a few people who might have experienced some highs and lows. So I was really glad to be able to catch up with G-Man, Katie, um, yeah. obviously a few, few of the guys on the team. How fun is it, too, after catching up with some of those people that have experienced the highs and the lows, hearing the lows of the lows and then uh, I, I guess – experiencing with them the highs of the highs. I mean, it's got, right. it's got to feel good to talk to people um, that are good people that are finally getting to feel this. Yeah. I, I mean, I realize how fortunate I am. This is my first time really being this involved and in, um, I've been an NBA fan my entire life. But um, as you mentioned, these are people who have seen 
really low lows and this is my first uh, opportunity to be this involved with the team so um for me it's it's almost like uh just being able to appreciate the season even more um kind of hearing g-man say that like every now and then it can kind of get a little deflating um when the other teams are, are more competitive than the one you're covering um so it just makes me appreciative of the team um front office everyone um and, and the things that they're doing and the joy that they're bringing to the people in the city it's kind of crazy that I got chills when you're saying that because Hunter, you're, you're kind of the outside. You're 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 from the outside. You're coming in here and feeling these vibes, and, and it connects with you. That's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 from the Bay Area, but I don't. I can't say I'm like I'm I'm real like sack. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's cool to kind of get um this this first experience and and see how great the fans are. So last night. Kings on TNT, you know, we already talked about Mike Brown being disappointed in his team after a, a win on national television. What stood out to you about last night and some of the good things? Some of the good, I think this team is meshing probably about as well as you can um, at this point in the season, which is you, you offensively, I'll say that because I'm going to get to the boards later, but um, huh. yeah, they. I, I think that they're really comfortable. Mike, I think, gives players a ton of confidence. And uh, you can kind of just see that everyone believes that they can be the guy on any given night. And there's not, again, to like kind of the cohesiveness of this unit, there's no like hating or like, oh, man, this guy had 20. I, I had 20 last game, but I didn't get as many shots. So they really seem close. Um, and, and I think it's more personality things i guess for me than than x's note yeah i i think that's a huge positive for the group is that they are connected and i i thought i did think it was interesting going away from the rebounding for a second yeah. that brown was mentioning fox and sabonis too and putting mm -hmm. more on them like he's put them over a lot yeah. like the way he talks about fox and sabonis he was said recently they're both all nba guys yeah they made the all-star team but they're all nba guys but last night after the game he kind of called them out like you need to be the guys holding people accountable yeah. dear and fox you had one rebound in the first half you had three in the game you have to be better but you also have to hold your guys accountable and i think that's it, it's really interesting to see how mike brown maneuvers through this as he has set the culture now but now expectations are raising they want to actually make some noise in the playoffs and he's he's making sure to challenge his best players yeah and i i think i'm torn a bit also because there are really uh less than desirable um non-fox and sabonis minutes um yeah. but then there are guys I, I i do appreciate coming off the bench like trey lyles um, he's someone who's been so consistent that I hold him almost to expectations similar to starters um, because he uh, Malik's been up and down a bit, but he's he's been playing well late. Um, so there's Davion's even if he's not got it, if he doesn't have it going offensively, he's he's definitely going to get you on defense. So I think the bench unit has been pretty big too. 
Yeah, I mean, you just mentioned Trey Lyles, or as they said on TNT halftime show, <laughs> Kevin Lyles. You know, just not right. understand. It just it shows you too where the Kings are still with like national oh. media. I know it's Jamal every Crawford, game, every game like, they are on TNT this year. They mess up a name. You're gonna right. run to a board and break down their game. You're specifically told, and or you told producers that you're gonna talk about a person, and you still right. mess up the name anyway. Trey Lyles, though, I uh, love Jamal Crawford, so I, love- I have a hard time like. Oh, I don't think that's hate. Even when I say that, I think I can criticize you not getting okay. a Kings player. It's, you know what I mean? Like Charles Barkley doesn't try. Jamal Crawford. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, but Trey Lyles and his, his contributions off the bench, obviously on the offensive end, but I think the defensive end at times, what he's been able to add, especially as that small ball five at times and to step up and show a lot of strength. What what do you like so much about Trey Lyles coming off the bench? Um, I think for one, he's a real pro because there was a point in the season where he wasn't seeing as many minutes. Um, So he was prepared for this opportunity and um, he's just versatile. Um, You mentioned it in him being kind of like a, a small ball five to stretch the floor. Um, and I think it gives the second unit just more space out there when, you know, Trey is like money at this point from the corners. And so he's naturally going to kind of bring people with him. Um, so he has more gravity than you might expect from a bench player, but he's going to occupy someone who's supposed to be in the paint. So there's going to be more space there. You had some thoughts on rebounding from last <laughs> night. What? what... I, I, wa- I went back and watched some of it la- I, this morning, just Josh Hart's offensive rebounds. And, man, it was just – sometimes you're like, okay, is a guy just out hustling, whatever? It's like, no, like Josh Hart is obviously a good rebounder. We know this. But there was just fundamentally, like, no physicality, no boxing out. It was just – it was pretty bad stuff, to be honest. Yeah, that's – I mean, any I'm, – I'm sure y'all remember going back to, like, middle school. That's, like, first thing you do um, – like you put a body on someone and then you look to the ball. But um, I mean, it is credit to Josh Hart. He's like one of the Villanova guys and, and someone who comes from like that cloth of uh, just tough players who who do those things and, and really prioritize offensive rebounding. Um, but I did think that there was a bit of a lack of effort. And I don't know if that's um, because we're so focused on trying to get down on the other end of the floor or what the, whatever that may be. Um, but it's not for lack of talent, size. Um, they are a bit undersized, but that hasn't been a problem when they've actually seemed engaged in in that area of the game. Hunter, you, you hooped, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what position? Point guard? Yeah, I, I wish I, I had a, a – I was a little bit taller, but I'm not. I mean, are saying, you taking a shot at his No, height? no, 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 because I was – Oh, no, I, no, I, was, no, I did not take it that way. I was, I was a point guard, and I was, yeah. uh, you know – a. Five five point guard and I knew though night in and night out that if I had a scrappy little point guard that would find a way to that was a big rebounder though and was one of those ones that was going to be fast be explosive and have a nose for the ball especially when they would miss a shot and it'd be a long rebound like my only job on the defensive end especially because I was slow laterally would be like I'm going to make sure she cannot get this rebound. Right. And I felt like that pride wasn't there with Josh Hart after the fourth re- offensive rebound he got. And I think that's where, like, Mike Brown had every right to be pissed off because it was so elementary. Yeah, and I think you – that is a great point because 
Um, there's like overall, everyone loves the Kings. They're a really likable team, but there's no one on their team that isn't likable, which could kind of, uh, you, you might need, um, mm. I mean, everyone's been watching Dylan Brooks and, and Draymond. You might kind of need a player like that on your team to hold people accountable. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I do not want Dylan Brooks well, yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. same I'll, I'll area I'll as mean. the Sacramento Kings. I mean, I mean, there's a like clown. Guys who's no, like, I know what you're saying. Well, yeah, yeah, no, it's that toughness. You need someone that's got a little edginess. Um, that will piss somebody off. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. I that's hear a great you point, it. though, because I've, um, I've thought about that a few times. It would have been great to have kind of had like an enforcer, I guess, on the team. Yeah, like, like, at, at a certain like, point, it is pride. Like I'm not about to let you get ten offensive rebounds on me. Thank you, Morgan. Could you imagine <laughs> what? Could you imagine <laughs> if the Kings had a player with my rebounding mentality? Oh, Deuce <laughs> would have. No, Hunter. I honestly like. I have I neck, nothing man. good to say about Deuce on a basketball floor except <laughs> his effort. And truly, I think he could have stopped Josh Hart from getting rebounds because you would have been like, "I have one job, and I am going to box your ass out of here and not allow you." I, I know to you. I know you sound like you're exaggerating by that. I'm a hundred percent getting a rebound from Josh Hart. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm being. I'm honestly. <laughs> all right can we talk about something good we keep going yes. back to this rebounding thing the kings won the game okay yeah if that's if that's the one issue that we can focus this much on i think that's kind of uh, yeah um i know we've seen it so often this year your colleague anthony slater over at the athletic did a piece on the king's game uh last night too detailing kind of fox in, in, in crunch time and even early in that fourth quarter it's crazy. Here he is again, 15 points in the fourth quarter. And as good as Josh Hart was rebounding, he could not. He got absolutely cooked by De'Aaron Fox last night. Hunter, what do you think of what Fox was able to do? Um, I think he's in a space where he doesn't think anyone can guard him, and rightfully so. Um, and I've asked him before, like, why not? Like, why can't you do this for the rest of the game? Because that's unrealistic. But um, I really think um and, and based on the way he responded and everything it's I, he, there's something about the fourth quarter that he loves he loves crunch time he loves um the biggest moments of the game and he performs his best at, at those times i think what De'Aaron fox has been able to do and how he's been able to elevate his game um has just been mind-blowing to see it take this leap in this one year with some new coaching with some new leadership around you how much do you think mike brown the coaching staff and empowering him to do more has really helped him f find a way into a new tier of point guards in the nba i think it's been huge um and i think just there's been so much inconsistency at that uh head coach position for De'Aaron's career and uh, for him, at this point, we, uh, people would hope that Mike Brown is someone who will be stable here and here for a minute. Um, so I think that they're looking at it more of a as more of a partnership a little bit where you see sometimes after post game, Mike says, uh, De'Aaron looked me off a few times and he kind of just went to do this on his own. So there's like a certain level of trust that I think um, De'Aaron and Mike have reached that probably De'Aaron has never had with any other coach. I know you're big on Keegan Murray based on the last conversation we had with you. And mm -hmm. it seems like since we talked, we're starting to see more of the things that you thought he had in his bag. 
He's putting the ball on the floor. His defense has been pretty strong too. Um, what what has stood out to you with Keegan as of late? I think he's um, he's kind of just starting to be more consistent, as you said. Like for me, I know at least he might not end up with seven to ten rebounds every game, but he'll be there. And if he's not going to grab a board, he might be able to tap into someone else and just little effort plays that. Uh, I don't know if we were seeing as consistently are are starting to be kind of the norm for him. Um, so that's showing up, getting a few more assists here and there, more boards, might get a steal or block. Because um, we know the scoring is pretty consistent when he wants to to do that. You know, it's it's interesting on a game like last night, and we've seen a game like this before where Mike Brown isn't playing him um, after a certain amount of time or it's just like, hey, short leash. I don't know about you, Hunter, but for me, I feel like it doesn't really affect his confidence. And instead, he tries to find a way to always bounce back or get better from that experience. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, again, it's just like the the whole unit here is like very trusting while also being like uh, there's like a certain level of holding each other accountable. So it's like a twofold type thing where I think um, everyone knows that they can uh, do their thing and call certain plays here and there. But at the end of the day, like we, we ultimately trust each other and hold each other accountable for whatever is going on out there. So in the post-game press conference, when Monk and Fox were up there and Monk had that line where he's like, I know how to turn on Fox and yes. everyone started right. laughing. Did you laugh or were, did you keep Great it? Great like, question. Were you like, that's no, I, I definitely laughed. And okay. <laughs> yeah, good, good. That was, that was pretty funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> Yeah, those those dudes have been friends since like teens and and forever, so they're pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, Hunter, dude, thank you so much for hopping on. I encourage everyone to check out his latest piece on the Athletic. The Athletic doing more Kings content now. Oh, what do you know, man? What because, do you know? Hey, the fans want it. It's an interesting story. There's a lot of cool stories to tell. They're covering it there. Hunter, keep up the great work, man. Hopefully, we see you at a game soon. Likewise, I, I appreciate y'all, and I'll see you soon. Absolutely. Hunter Hunter Patterson from The Athletic.